Section 69 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Laura Langston. Word Portraits of Famous Writers, edited by Mabel E. Woten. Harriet Martineau, 1802-1876. From H. Martineau's Autobiography. She was graver and laughed more rarely than any young person I ever knew. Her face was plain, and, you will scarcely believe it, she had no light in the countenance, no expression to redeem the features. The low brow and rather large underlip increased the effect of her natural seriousness of look, and did her much injustice. I used to be asked occasionally, What has offended Harriet that she looks so glum? I, who understood her, used to answer, Nothing. She is not offended. It is only her look. 1818. From James Payne's Literary Recollections. In the porch stood Miss Martineau herself, a lady of middle height, inclined, as the novelists say, to embonpoint, with a smile on her kindly face and her trumpet at her ear. She was at that time, I suppose, about fifty years of age. Her brown hair had a little gray in it, and was arranged with peculiar flatness over a low but broad forehead. I don't think she could ever have been pretty, but her features were not uncomely, and their expression was gentle and motherly. 1852. From H. Martineau's Autobiography. I saw Miss Martineau a few weeks since. She's a large, robust elderly woman, and plainly dressed, but withal she has so kind, cheerful, and intelligent a face that she is pleasanter to look at than most beauties. Her hair is of a decided gray, and she does not shrink from calling herself old. She is the most continual talker I ever heard. It is really like the babbling of a brook, and very lively and sensible, too. And all the while she talks, she moves the bowl of her ear-trumpet from one auditor to another, so that it becomes quite an organ of intelligence and sympathy between her and yourself." All her talk was about herself and her affairs, but it did not seem like egotism, because it was so cheerful and free from morbidness. About 1856. End of section 69. Recording by Laura Langston.